before Google, social media, or IMDb, there were guys behind the counter. They were your window to all things movie, what just came out, and what is and what is not worth your time. Stay tuned as we discuss this week's staff pick, VHS finds, and anything else that may pop up. Welcome to Behind the Counter Podcast. We are the guys behind the counter. I'm Kevin from Pizza Planet Video. And I'm Kev from Tape Town Video. How are hey, you bro. doing? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm good. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm like four cups of coffee in. Wow, you're a beast. You're a beast. I'm on my, I'm on my first cup. Just, just waking up, man. Dude, you yeah. that's, that's not enough by this time of the day. I know. I know. Yeah. If I could have a little, you know, IV of a little coffee drip all night, like that would start at like 4 a.m. I think I'm going to start that. That's the yeah. thing I'm going to do now. Yeah. My problem is I don't have coffee till I come home from after work. And I don't know how uh, I do that. I feel like it's a rookie mistake, but it's a rookie mistake that I have made for like a year now. You need a to-go mug or something. No, I got to get a to-go mug. Maybe a to-go mug with our logo on it. Oh. Just, oh. I got a guy. I got a guy. Oh. Don't worry. I got a guy. Oh, yeah, we should we should get that in the works. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of stuff with our logo on it, That's did you right. see the post about our swag we got going on now? Fuck yeah, I did. And it's great. We have buttons, we have stickers, and we have VHS stickers. All That's for right. sale. Yeah. So what are the prices, man? I can't remember. So the buttons are $2, and this is shipped. So it's a $2 shipped anywhere. Um, the big stickers, which are a 4 by 4 uh, cut out of our logo are two dollars and then the vhs stickers are a dollar yeah dude i love uh, it i got the i got the vhs sticker on my laptop right now i'm looking at it and then i got i got that behind the counter one smack right on my tv vcr combo it's a perfect size for a tv vcr combo i've got a white tv vcr combo so it really makes it pop oh dude that's dope i've been yeah. looking for one of those i haven't found one yet Dude, it was the we talked about it, it was the only one I could fucking find. That's I love forever to make to, so I could make some uh, boots. Yeah, dude. I found yeah. that one, but it was forty. Like one of like what was like thirty five bucks, and I was like, "Are you out of your damn mind?" That's this, fucking crazy. That's and you were like, "I just found six for a dollar each." I'm like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> I was trying to give them away, dude. When I opened up Tape Town Video, I was posting. I was like, "Hey, if anybody lives in the Omaha area, I got one for you." Like. Because it it mirrored, but it was just one of those old clunky ones from like the early '80s. So, oh it's yeah, like, yeah, I, it just wasn't the best at recording. But shit, man, I mean, it plays tapes great, and uh, I still got it. <laughs> oh, so speaking of tapes, we uh we saw the uh, on the Instagrams. We saw how you posted up your hunting trip. Yeah. Did you go? Out, did you find anything else after that, or do you have something to talk about during Tape Talk this week? Oh, Tape Talk, Tape, tape Talk. talk. Yeah! Yeah! Tape Talk! That's going to be our theme song for Tape Talk. We discussed that this morning. I think that's that. I think I'm just going to copy that every time. That's yeah. our, that's our, maybe put a little 80s theme music behind it, but like. Yeah. Yeah. And then one of us like subtly dropping a tape and being like, ah, shit! At the end or something like that. I, I just, I, I'm in. I'm going to make it happen. All right. That's cool, man. That's cool. Uh, let's see. I got my stack right here. Pretty much everything I posted up is what I found. Uh, I found uh, that lightning video copy of the underachievers, which looks pretty funny. It's like one of those, I think it's like a sex comedy about a, like a night school where they're just like running the halls 
creating chaos, banging each other in the locker rooms. I don't know. It looks pretty funny. Um, it looks exciting. It looks exciting. I just love lightning video, man. Hence the I, hat that I pretty much haven't taken off my head since I've gotten it. Dude, um, I wish I I have never found a lightning video in the wild. Uh, or I don't I don't own one at all. Uh, Again, I'm a I'm a rookie. I'm still I'm still getting still getting going they're around man you'll fi- you'll find some yeah i dude i was so bummed i actually i found a copy of uh one of the the walking hard is that what it called no what's up what is it called walking tall you know, mm-hmm. called, yeah one of there's like the third one of that or something but it's on lightning video and i found it like a few weeks back but it was just molded to shit and i was so mad and i haven't made myself a good mold setup so i just i left it, I, I left it on the shelf i haven't jumped into the mold the it seems like so much work to take apart a VCR and then the tape. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to leave them. I think that's my, my final decision. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah. Again, it's maybe, I've maybe only had a handful of tapes that I found that were like too far gone. Um, and that was one of them, which is a bummer, but also found some magnetic, uh, some OG like magnetic video, uh tapes they're like i mean the titles aren't like super cool they're like like a bunch of cartoons called terry tunes but i just love finding them man they're so so dope they like even have like a cut out like cardboard bit on the front so like you could see the videotape inside it and stuff Um, see you you know all of like the ins and outs of like the different brands to look for. See, when I go hunting, I just look for names of movies that I recognize, right? I gotcha. And I've actually gotten on like a a little bit of a kick where I buy movies that I have no idea, and if they look kind of awful, I'm in. Does that yeah. make sense? <laughs> yeah, oh for sure, absolutely. So, I yeah. I I have a list on my phone that you sent me when we first met about all like the magnetic videos, like lightning. did I send you a list? Yeah, and I was like oh, I. Cool. I ha- I keep, I read them and I keep, I'm like, I got to find it. I never do. Yeah. Again, I think they all just sent to fucking Omaha, man. I think that's where they all live. I mean, like, dude, it gets, it, it's pretty rare. Like Paragon, I love Paragon, um, but I've only found one. Like I, I don't, I just don't really see them all that much. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, cross, you know, cross your fingers. Hope to come across them. Um, oh, I found that Space Hunter adventures in the forbidden zone movie now you uh, saying, molly ringwall yeah I, yeah okay that... so tell tell us about this one because i've never seen it i just i saw the cover and i was like well this looks awesome so i need to get it space hunter adventures in the forbidden zone starring peter strauss as wolf an intergalactic adventurer and molly ringwall as nikki the hell are you They must enter the deadly forbidden zone and rescue three beautiful women from the planet's ultimate evil, the Overdog. I like her. Works every time. I'll bet breeding with us would kill him. I'll take that bet. Columbia Pictures presents an adventure unlike anything you've ever witnessed before. A whole new dimension in excitement. The ultimate experience. The first movie that puts you in outer space. Space Hunter. Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. 
I became a huge fan, and I still am a huge fan of bad movies. They're so bad, they're good. Right, right. Is so, it kind of one of those? I like it. I think it's a good movie. <laughs> okay. but, but again, all my roommates were like, that was fucking horrible. <laughs> but again, this is in the 2000s. That movie was made in like 80, the late 80s. Uh, yeah, 80, 80, 83, I think. And they were all like, the guys were just like, oh, the production value. I'm like, dude, again, it's 1980 something. Like, it's, give it a minute. So yeah. I think you're <laughs> going to, I think you're going to love it. I think it's something that we need to talk about when you do watch it. Again, it, okay. it falls in that genre of things that I really like, which is like, space cyberpunk like another planet yeah. cult you know that kind of thing like it it reminds me in that same world of like screamers and stuff okay which is another movie you need to watch yeah yeah i'm totally down dude yeah the the back picture it literally looks like a morton joe is like fucking uh like hideout from mad max fury road and right. right there i was like okay if this is anything at all like fury road i need to fucking see this movie it's basically yeah. mad max in space yeah that's what it that's that is definitely the vibe that i was getting uh looking at the box yeah i think it's would amazing it be fantastic <laughs> it would be fantastic be mad great, max man. in an area where you can't breathe without helmets that's amazing yeah yeah. <laughs> so you found a couple Halloweens, didn't you? Or a Halloween full full frame? Yeah, yeah. I found a full frame. I whenever I see them, like I, I, I'm trying to find that media, uh, like the the old school, like early. I think I think it'd be like early '80s media copy, um, but I still haven't found it. I'm like really looking for it. So I got a couple of the full frame ones. Uh, I think Anchor Bay put it out. Um, but whenever I see them, I always pick them up just just because like. I don't know. I feel like it's an essential movie to have on tape, um, uh, especially with people starting their collections and stuff. You know? Agreed. I think that was the Halloween was the first horror movie I found on VHS. It was it? It was a blockbuster release. Remember those? Okay. It says blockbuster yeah. on the side. I switched it into an orange shell and then I did a little splatter paint of black on it. It looks baller. Yeah. Dude, that's great, man. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. We're, we're going to do something with that tape, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We got we got something that we're cooking up in the works. Yeah, so you guys need very, to pay it. Very excited. I'm I'm currently I'm trying to figure out the full lineup. I'm still like out hunting trying to figure out the full lineup. But, but we're we're gonna do something. So keep your eyes open on the Instagram account. That's right. Um, and that's we'll let right. you know what's up. Very Halloween related and very free related <laughs> things that may be coming your way. <laughs> Two of my favorite things: Halloween and free. So I mean. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. Um, let me see. Oh, I wanted to give uh, I wanted to give a big shout out to uh, a guy on Instagram named '80s Video Store Fan. So he ended up DMing us a few weeks back, and I was talking to him back and forth. Such a such a cool such a cool dude. Um, but he had suggested Sidekicks, the Chuck Norris movie, and I ended up finding it this this uh, past week when I was out hunting. And so I'm pretty pretty pumped. I think we'll be doing this one sometime soon. Nice. No, yeah, I've, I've never seen it, so I've got to find a copy now. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty funny. I mean, uh, it has a yin yang on the cover, which you had me at yin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. The the fun thing is, I've never seen this one either. Oh. So this is going to be a first time watch for both of us. Uh, I did get through a couple first time watches as well. My watch stack knocked a couple off there. Yeah. What'd you What'd you watch? What'd you hit up? 
So I watched uh, Getting Even with Dad with Macaulay Culkin and Ted Danson. And it was good. It was pretty great. I don't uh, I'm trying to write. I don't think I saw that one. Okay. Yeah, it's it's pro, it's like pre-Richie Rich uh post Home Alone 2. So it's like I feel like it's like he's starting to get a little bit older. Um but it, it's kind of the in some ways it's a lot of the same gags as Home Alone. He like uh he goes to stay with his dad who he's never really like met before uh-huh. in San Francisco. And his dad is like this, this like bank robber. And he's got this big plan to steal a bunch of like rare coins that are totaled to like a million dollars or something. And so Ted Danson, his dad and a bunch of his buddies like steal these coins and they get away with it. And Macaulay Culkin shows up and ends up hiding the coins. And he's basically like, Hey, I'll tell you guys where the coins are. If you decide to like, be cool and be my dad for like a weekend and so like he's taking them to like amusement parks and mini golf and like i do remember that yeah yes yes it's all coming back i couldn't remember from that box cover but when, when you just described it i remember him bribing and going to like a ball didn't he go to like a baseball game or something yeah they go to a giants game that's right uh, yes yeah totally i remember it now <sighs> yeah and dude, crazy, crazy part. Like, I lived in Redding, California for a few years, and Redding got, like, a shout-out in that movie. So, like, Macaulay Culkin's supposed to be from Redding in that movie, and me and my wife looked at each other, and we were like, holy shit, Redding got a reference in a movie. This is awesome. And that was, yeah, that was... Pure magic, my friend. Pure uh, magic. Pretty great. Um, let's see. What, what else did I watch? Uh, oh, River's Edge. I watched River's Edge with um, Keanu Reeves. And Crispin Glover, and that was really cool. I had talked about that a few, a few episodes back that I had found that in Kansas City, um, where one of their friends kills the girlfriend, and they kind of like cover up for him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But dude, you got to see this movie, man. It it was like twists and turns. Uh, the script was really great, and I honestly I feel like it's like it's what gave Keanu Reeves like his start. Like you watch Bill and Ted and you're kind of like, Oh, he's just like a funny dude, like good at acting, but you don't know his range. And then when you watch this movie, you're like, wow, that's, that's why he kind of went on to do movies like the movie that we're going to review today. You know, you mean that speed didn't really show his range. Is that what you're telling me? It's, it's before speed. So speed, speed was, I think, nah, 93. Maybe 94. This was 86. So this was like very early on. I got, I got to see because I'm a huge Keanu Reeves fan. I just like him. I yeah. think he's a oh, great yeah. actor. I love Bill and Ted's. I love this movie we're about to talk about. I love The Matrix. Yeah. So I've, I've nerded out and I've made a list of Keanu Reeves movies I've got to find. Nice, dude. Well, put this one on that list for the show because it's great. Did it while you were talking. It's already done. <laughs> it's already on there. It's already on there. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, dude. What about you, man? Let's let's talk about uh, how's your week's been, dude? Like, so any good good tapes these couple weeks? I guess last weekend or the weekend before, I was in Nashville, so I went to an old stomping ground, which I put up in our Instagram stories. I found a few. I didn't find a lot. Um, they've they've downsized since I was there last, but I found Phantasm too. Nice. The Faculty, which is just it's again so bad it's good. Uh huh. I, I love know. Josh Hartnett, dude. I wish he was in more stuff now. Yeah, I just thought it was a fun, just a fun horror, horror sci-fi flick. Um, yeah, I found oh, yeah. Major League Two, so now I have both Major Leagues 
there's more major leagues, but these are the only two that count. What else did I find? Spaceballs, which is just it cool. It needed there. It got checked off the list of the John Candy movies that I was looking for. Right. Oh God, what's wrong with me and my lists? Oh, what is it called? The Killer Roads. That's what I found. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. That was one of those ones you didn't really know what it was about. You just. But it, it said up. like there was a road sign that said six six six. There was two dudes with guns. I was like, ah, this is just needs to be owned forever. <laughs> and like the perk of having smartphones nowadays is I IMDb'd it as oh, I was yeah. in the shop. Yeah. And I watched the trailer. Oh my god, it looks so bad. I was just like, it made me so excited. I was like, yeah. yes. <laughs> and then I found something that you've been finding forever. I found uh, I think it's Hunt for Red October. In a, okay. red, in a red shell. Ooh. And it was on sale. And on top of that, on sale, it was 50% off. I got it for like 19 cents. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Dude, that's your first red shell, isn't it? Yes. And I don't, I, it's so coveted. I don't know if I want to use it. I just want to hold it and like look at it and rub it against <laughs> my face. We, we had talked about one of the things I might use it for, but this morning I was down in the uh, in Pizza Planet. It might have to go on prom night. Dude, I think you should. I think you should. I looked at the labels on prom night, and I think uh, I think it, they'll come up pretty easy. I don't yeah. think you'll have any trouble with it. No. And I still have to thank you because, again, the week before I left for Nashville, I got a box of just pure, pure magic. And I appreciate all, all of the, uh, the fun things you sent I'm me. Glad, dude. I'm glad. I feel like I had it for way too long. Every time I'd be ready to send it out, I'd get another one, and I'd be like, ooh, I'm going to throw that in there. And so I feel like it was like a month. I, I, I like every day for a month to be like, dude, I'm sending that package tomorrow. Sending the package tomorrow. But I, know, but I like the fact that you sent it to me in a box that I sent movies to you. So now we have a new tradition. I'm oh, behind yeah. the counter. We use the same box. It just goes back and forth. Oh, yeah. And it's even more special because it's a box of my son's diaper wipes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But I will say it is the perfect size to send about eight to ten tapes. Bro, it's it's perfect. It fits perfect. So yours yeah. is yours has already got a bunch of buttons in it. It's got two tapes in it already. It's starting right. to fill up. To the owner and proprietor of Pizza Planet Video Rental. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah. So I didn't do any hunting last week, like because we didn't make a podcast last week. Life got a little too crazy with the boy, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here, man. We, yeah, we so got a lot going on. But I'm stoked for our lineup for October. I think you guys will be excited. Yeah. The, the general theme is it's October, and we all know what that means. So. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we picked out the lineup yesterday. I was yeah. like mid grocery shop, like pushing the cart. My wife's like, "Come on, we got we because we were going to go have dinner with her dad." And I'm like trying to text and think about like our lineup at the same time. And I'm like, "Ooh, that's good." Like trying to get through the grocery store, <laughs> one hand pushing the cart, one hand texting you. And just just loving it, dude. We got a great a great lineup for October coming. It's gonna sure. be really fun. I feel like I, the the one I'm excited about most is the, the I think it was the third movie decision that we had come to, where it's gonna be one movie compared to another movie. Yeah, and I can't wait for that. Which yeah. means because my my wife actually came up with that idea. Really? Oh, that's cool. Right, because you you had you had suggested the one movie, and I told my wife, and she's like, oh, "You should watch, do a, the comparison of the old versus the new." And I was like, "I like that idea." Yes. And she was like, "But I will not be in the room." My my wife does not do scary. Yeah. Okay. 
my wife has a very active imagination as is so she doesn't need scary movies to freak herself out like yeah, she yeah. has you know so she doesn't do zombies or anything like that it's hilarious yeah. so it's I'm, I'm excited i gotta to watch both and get refreshed and horrified at the same time yeah yeah Def- dude Definitely got to watch a lot of Disney movies this month. <laughs> Get out those uh, Black Diamond tapes uh, and have to. Uh, I'm so close. I got I got three more to go, man. I you found. Got, the, oh, okay. I found the Rescuers the other day. Nice. And then I found we we I, so I listened to another podcast called uh, The Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard. Right, right. And I'm a huge podcast fanatic. That's why I make podcasts with people I enjoy. And Dax actually has on guests, right? So the guests are usually some type of celebrity. I, when I start a new podcast, I systematically go through from one to whatever it is. No matter if there are yeah. 200 episodes, I start back in the 90s whenever they started. Yeah, I do. Just, just to get the flow. Yeah. Well, he had on Seth Green. I was out hunting. I was doing a quick hunt before I went to the library with my boy. And he had Seth Green on, and they started talking about a movie. And I walked into the first spot, and I found the movie without a paddle. Yeah. And the way these guys talked about it, they thought it was the most amazing movie when they were making it. Then they watched it and realized it was awful. <laughs> it made me want to own it so bad. And it was right there. So it was like meant to be. Yeah. So I, I, that's on the, the watch stack because I haven't seen that movie since it came out. I, yeah. I, I know that I watched that movie in the theaters. And I'm pretty sure I walked out. I was like, that was kind of funny, but whatever. Yeah. I saw it in the theater too. And I, I, I thought I liked it, but I can't remember... Like too many of the details of it, and um, to me that is a sign of I wasn't super enthralled. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, I, it is. I, I think it is one of like I think it came out in the years when they were really stopping VHSs, so it might be in that late run. That late run of VHS, yeah, yeah, that late run of tapes, like oh four, oh three, oh four, something like that. Yeah, so. Yeah, I think we should definitely. I'm looking for it now too. So that'd be a fun one to do. So, I am now. So I did an inventory. I was talking to you. I did an inventory of Pizza yeah. Planet. Pizza Planet is officially at 515 VHS tapes. Woo! Thanks to hunting. Thanks to friends. Thanks to people on Instagram. Just, I have a lot of tapes. So I am going to. My hunts now are only. Like, because normally when I go out, I kind of grab a couple randos. Like, I wasn't looking for this, but this is going to come home. Right. That's going to slow down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm running out of fucking room. I don't yeah, have any oh, space. Dude, that's the biggest problem. Because if you, you can collect 100 DVDs and it takes up a shoebox. Yeah. You collect 100 VHS tapes, that's like a whole side of a garage. Absolutely. I mean, you need a U-Haul just to get them home. Yeah, man. But. Yeah. That. But yeah, it's 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 great though, man. You sent me a few pictures, and I thought that you were kind of like you had all yours on the shelf. You had a few extra that were just kind of like stacked up, I guess that had outgrown the shelf right. a little so, bit already. So the shelves that I have that I've always shown in Pizza Planet is the curated collection of yeah of the ones that I are important to me. Like if you've made me anything, or if people have sent me things, or if I have found them, and I'm like. So, you know, like Jurassic Park's up there, the Ninja Turtles, anything from the 80s and 90s or yeah. mostly the 80s is up there. But things like Blade or River Runs Through It or Titanic, you know, things you kind of want on VHS because you got to have, a, you know, the VHS of Titanic. Yeah, yeah. It goes in what I call the back stock. Nice. That, I like that. Yeah. It's not as predominantly displayed, but it's still there and near right. and dear to my heart. Right. 
And my wife was like, this is crazy. It's out of control. <laughs> and I'm like, I may, there may be a problem here. Yes. Yeah. But I feel you, man. <laughs> so I have I made a couple new lists um, this week. Jamie Lee Curtis movies. Okay. I am, have found a, quite a few that I want. Yeah. The Fog, so, I'm guessing, is top of The top Fog, of because you, you gave me number one, which was Prom Night. And then The Fog. And then there's a couple comedies that she did. Right. But like, there's some obscure ones that I'd never heard of. Yeah. But yeah. that Freaking and then I'm Friday. Looking... The greatest Jamie Lee <laughs> movie of all time. Hi. <laughs> it is, unfortunately did not make the list. <laughs> I am looking also for a lot of John Carpenter. Yeah. Oh, for sure, man. Absolutely. So here's a random question. And I know we're yeah. getting off topic. We've been going rambling for a minute or two. When you organize your tapes on the shelf, are they alphabetical genre or like lumped together in any sort of way? I go company. Uh, all the companies are with the other companies. That's normally how I do it. So like so CBS go- Fox is together yeah. with CBS. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just cause I don't know. I'm a big sucker for picking up, um, yeah, just co- like random companies that I see, like media and Paragon. If I, yeah, God, if I ever see any more Paragons, uh, Lightning, you know, Prism, yeah, all that kind of stuff. I don't know. It just looks fun together. I really like seeing like uh, older generation like Paramounts next to like newer generation Paramounts because the like you could tell because the the uh, the logo was like smaller, and then on the newer ones it's a little bigger. It doesn't quite say Paragon or. Uh, paramount like on the top i don't know i like seeing like the generations of uh what of their releases kind of like next to each other in a way if that makes sense oh yeah for sure so like if someone if you were like hey go get this movie off the shelf they would have to know it would be an mca release and inside the mca is it is it organized like alphabetical or is it just MCA? um by generation so i'll do like uh, oh my Rainbow. god i don't even know what to call that the second generation where it's just like it just says like MCA in letters. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then, they and got... then the third—I would say the third generation was with the globe in the background, where it—it right. it actually, I think it actually says Universal on it, where it like that—that that was like the first time they started saying like MCA Universal Pictures or whatever. Dude, yeah, this so... is the best way I've ever heard of anyone organizing anything. It reminds <laughs> I, me. I of... mean, I feel like it's. It may it may be tough if somebody came over and I was like, "Hey, pick that off the shelf," because they don't know tapes, maybe. But for a collector, it's like. Okay, this is this is like the the pride of my hunts, you know. Like, this is my me displaying my geek nerdiness right here, you know. Oh yeah, I hear you. Yeah, <laughs> um, because I do it a little bit um, different as well. So the way you reorganize your shelf reminds me of the movie High Fidelity, John Cusack. Okay, the record store owner. He organizes his yeah, record. Yeah. So if he wants to find a release of something, he has it's in life, it's chronological order of his life. Yeah, yeah. So if he wants to, re- like, he's like, if I want to find this record, I have to remember that I bought it for a friend in 1987, but did not give it to a friend for personal reasons. Yeah, that's amazing. So I organize <laughs> mine via my lists, right? Okay. So CBS, Fox, and RCA's are all together because they look beautiful together. Absolutely. Yeah. Then I have my John Candy. Then I have my, you know, the directors that I like that, you know, you know, I've got it all. And trilogies, are, again, are all together. Yeah. Um, 
but like I have them lumped together. So like I'm the only human being that could possibly probably ever find anything in my world. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I like to see them like you listed together. Like if I want to go, man, I really want to see something from John Candy or what's weird is it's inside of a genre. So if it's comedy, John um, Candy's all together. But if it's not comedy and it's like a romantic comedy, it's, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. Cause yeah. like all horror. It's a very, yeah, it's a very personal display. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. Which I, I get watching, putting things in alphabetical order, but like I like to lump things together in my collect, in collections of collections. Yeah. It's absurd and it takes so long to put them together. I get that. I get that. But yeah. This one thrift shop I go to, dude, I don't know why the fuck they decide to put tapes this way. They do it by color. Like they put all the colors together, but they have like a fairly decent like stock of tapes that you can buy, but it's like green tapes and it's just like, it's just such a mishmash of stuff. I just don't know why they did it that way. At least your people <laughs> organize the, all the shops I hit, there is no organized. So that means you have to look at every single tape to figure out what you want. Yeah. There's no alphabetical. Yeah, there's true. no nothing. Yeah. So, some of the places are, um, which I almost even struggle to call it the wild, you know, it's more like, uh, you know, some of the places it's like they, yeah, they get the tapes in and they put them in like genre and they put them like alphabetically. That's not all the places. There's a couple that are like that, but I would call the bins the wild, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Which I'm disappointed, dude. I like, I like set up this whole video expecting it to be like fucking wild west caught on tape. And it was just like eight people just gently like <laughs> sorting through papers and just being really nice to each other. And I'm like, oh man, like, it's like, guys, this was going to go on Instagram. I, I thought this was going to be a, a really good video. But guys, you're fucking up my social cred here. Come on. I want to show people the wild. <laughs> like, I will say, if you, you can add up, I, I have a collection of about eight stores I hit up in the week to look for tapes. Yeah. You can add up all my stores together and not get the amount of tapes you have in one of the stores you hit. Really? You, I, it, it further solidifies my theory that all tapes from Atlanta are sent to Omaha. I swear to God, that is how it happens. <laughs> well, I think before the year's out, I'm going to have to find that portal that they're just chucking tapes into. That's going to be my goal is to figure out how they're getting here. I think they just it lands at, at, at the Goodwills and they have a bot, like a big shipping crate. They're like, these go to Omaha. These three toy stories stay in atlanta <laughs> so keep them here it's keep them here forever yeah. so what's going on this week man is yeah. a movie the staff pick it's a childhood favorite of mine yeah it's something that i suggested that you saw for the first time and that movie is johnny mnemonic good morning this is your wake-up call the year is 2021 it is no longer safe to transmit information phones computers and satellites are all vulnerable but there is a solution your storage capacity i can carry nearly 80 gigs of data in my head input the data into the brain of a human courier like johnny mnemonic hit me all that in your head anyway i had to dump a chunk of long-term memory you had to dump a chunk of what my childhood what are you doing making a long distance phone call 
the goods, Ralphie. Now I just want to get them out of my head. Now, in a future... You locked on him. ...where those who control the information control the world. I've been charged with recovering the head of the mnemonic courier. Everyone wants what is stored in Johnny's head. Double cheese anchovies? Ali! You're waiting for me, Ralphie. Time is running out. I'm a dead man if I don't get this out of my head. If I can get it out. How? A cranial drill and a pair of forceps. For the future's most wanted fugitive. So good. <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot. I really so, did. So you jumped right into it and liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of those, man, I, I laughed at it probably just as much as I like was like entertained by it. Like the action was like, it was great. I love like movies where they like, like 30 years ago, try and imagine what the internet was going to be like. Correct. You know what I mean? And, and it's just so like, it like almost like an analog internet. Where it's just like there's all these big clunky physical things that are powering, like something that's digital, you know. It's uh, one of those kind of movies. This movie is based in 2021, so yeah. again, every movie that was based on the future has lied to us because by this time we're supposed <laughs> to be living like the Jetsons yeah. on hoverboards inside <laughs> the internet, and I can't even get inside the internet. I don't understand the internet; it's still confusing. But oh, it was it was fun. It was a really fun movie. I'm just going to read a little synopsis for the people so they can just really get a great idea of what this movie is based on. In 2021, the world, the whole world is connected by a gigantic internet and almost half of the population is suffering from a nerve syndrome, NAS. Johnny with an implanted memory chip in his brain was ordered to transport the overloaded information from Beijing to Newark. While <laughs> Pharmacon Industries supported by Yakzui tries to capture him to get the information back the low-tech group led by j-bone tries to break the mission missing code to download the cure for nas which johnny carries i mean if that doesn't get you hooked i can't talk to you <laughs> yeah it's 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 just so great man i it felt like a like a prequel to the matrix or something right i just had that feeling the whole time so this is definitely in that that genre of cyberpunk and that yeah yeah I guess that's why I really latched onto it because I'm a huge fan of Blade Runner. I mean, even like Escape from New York, Escape, you know, like yeah, those movies. Yeah, definitely shades of that too. Absolutely. I, I love the combination of low tech to high tech. They have all these kits and they have these, oh man, it's just, there's too many things to talk about with this movie being oh fucking amazing. Yeah, it was great. I'm really glad you suggested it. Even for the box alone. The box is really cool. So I sent you and I'd found two of these the the plastic covered box yeah. with the orange tape and uh, it's magical i mean it, yeah. i mean there's a tear coming down my eye right now i mean i got i'm going to have to compose myself <laughs> this is ridiculous <laughs> yeah it's like there's it, the the covers like it's like a plastic like you're saying and his forehead is like see through on the cover so you see like the orange tape and the spool and of the tape yeah the spool of the tape like in his forehead it is so dope <laughs> 
It's so good. I mean, and it, it stars our boy Keanu Reeves as Johnny Mnemonic. That's it, man. That's it. And then, of course, Ice-T is in this movie as J-Bone. Yeah, Ice-T and then Dolph Lundgren. Our boy Dolph, which our we'll, get into Dolph. His, we'll get into his character and just not making much sense to have in this movie. <laughs> but the fact that Dolph was like, I need another paycheck. Put yeah. me in this thing, and they were he just looked like, like he was like half falling asleep, half having an orgasm every time he was on screen. He was dude, like, "I am just God." He just, it just didn't make sense. So, the movie <laughs> kind of starts out as Johnny is in a hotel room. Yep, and he wakes up and he picks up the most archaic looking remote and turns on the TV, and. Inside the TV, he can look at his messages, and he can do Skype calls. It wasn't right. probably called Skype in this genre, but, I mean, and he's got a young lady with him. I'm not sure who that, if that lady was a lady of the night. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I have no uh, idea. She looked like she was uh, ready to get out of there. And Johnny kind of contacts what I could only call or sub- describe as his agent. Yeah, right, yeah. His courier agent, I guess. Yeah, his courier agent. And um, yeah. his name is Ralphie. That's right. And Ralphie ends up being a real dickhole, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a huge cock knocker. And um, then it gets exciting. So Johnny basically has to go. He's in Beijing. He has to go get a big load put in his brain. That didn't come out right. <laughs> so let me. He has to get a big package put in his ear. No, again, damn it. Um, no. I basically you practicing that line, bro. <laughs> Ah, you're killing the illusion. God, I was doing that in the mirror this morning. No. Uh, that was he has, great. That was he, great. He's asked by Ralphie if he's gotten the update so he can carry more data in his brain. Because jo- yeah. Johnny Mnemonic is a carrier or a yeah. courier, if you will, of data. And the way he, right. car- he carries it is in his brain. He's got a little low jack in the back of his head. So he's like, he yeah. lies and said, yeah, I got the upgrade. We're good. And he meets these guys in a hotel room. I am a sucker for kits. You know, like the different things that Johnny takes out of the case, the little, the, the drive. And then he opens yeah. up like what looks like a cigarette box. It has this other device. And as he walks in the door, he plants a little, you know, motion sensor device. It's a bomb. I'm like, I'm a sucker for those type of kits, man. Like yeah. in the professional. Yeah, yeah, totally. His kit with the guns, uh-huh. um, the kit and Blade Runner, like all these kits, man. So yeah. I like seeing all that. And then Johnny gets the upload, right? Yeah, and when Johnny's getting the upload, he has to the courier, the guy he's currying for, have to pick three images. Yeah, and that's the code to get the download later. And this is what the only part I can remember of this movie when I started collecting VHS. I was like, there was a movie with Keanu Reeves, and there's like three, like, pictures, and one of the pictures is like a manga, and I was like, what the fuck? So I literally typed in Johnny, I typed in Keanu Reeves, and manga pictures into my yeah. search bar and Johnny Mnemonic popped up and I was like did it nice fuck yes <laughs> so he gets this upload and it's too much shit man he, his brain is well overloaded yeah. and one of my <laughs> oh my <laughs> like gritting his teeth he's like it's just getting the load dropped in his brain yeah as the load is dropped into his brain um and then he goes into the bathroom he's like what the fuck oh my god what the fuck they put in my brain and then he does like tai chi and the fuck out yeah, i'm like yeah. <laughs> oh this is just pure magic it's so bad it's good but you have a favorite character that shows up right after that don't you hell yeah dude i okay so this guy he's got 
the only way to describe this thing is like a laser floss. And it like is somehow like linked from his thumb to like uh, something in his other hand. And I just, I wish this guy would have been like a rogue, really bad dentist. And it was making like floss jokes the whole time. But it's almost like a lightsaber, but it's like, yeah, it's like floss. So he's like flossing dudes in half with this like laser whip thing. He was, I think he was my favorite character in this movie. I mean, I, I think I golf clapped when he cut that dude in half. I was just like, yeah. Yeah, dude. And he just like yes. half of him slides to the left. The other half slides to the right. Kind of like Resident Evil. Do you remember that scene in Resident Evil? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the like security system like. Cuts, cuts him into a, a checkerboard. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was kind of like that. Pure I just magic. wish he would have been like, don't forget to floss. And then just like. And then they just like fall to pieces. So then they go from Beijing to what seems to be the headquarters of the world and that headquarters is newark new jersey yeah which (laughs) like i I thought maybe there was going to be a quick part in new jersey or something because that's how it is in every movie they stayed there for like the entire movie and it was hilarious like like newark almost looks just like how it does in this movie in certain parts of newark it hasn't changed uh the only thing that they needed was flight attendants that roll their eyes at you when you show up there but yeah it was pretty hilarious man and his passport looks like a sega genesis cartridge yeah i wish that was the case this is how the world's supposed to look because again this is only like a couple years from now (laughs) so i can't wait to get my sega genesis cartridge in the mail for my passport yeah so so you could fly to newark new jersey which is this post-apocalyptic world, and apparently it's the center of the universe yeah. in the U.S. Yeah. And so he, Johnny lands, and he goes to, his, to Ralphie. Yeah, the dickhole. The dickhole. <laughs> and we meet a couple different characters in that scene. Um, Jane. We meet, yep. we meet Jane. And we meet – so Jane is like wants to be a rogue, like a bodyguard or like an assassin – for hire but she's got too many upgrades so a lot of people in this this world now do upgrades to their body to make them better again it helps them combat the nas or nerve attenuation syndrome yeah which is this this fictional disease in this world that is basically killing people and it gives them what they call the black shakes um overexposure to electromagnetic radiation yeah so this is a real disease we'd all be fucked basically yeah Again, unless they're preparing us for this and it's going to hit in the next few years, we all get NAS. God, I hope not. That would suck. The black shakes. The black shakes. And so Johnny's trying to figure out who's his friend, who's his enemy. And then he meets the guys that he's supposed to give the shit in his brain to because he's got to get it out because it's leaking into his brain. Right. And, and yeah, he has like, what, 24 hours? Correct. To get it out of his he head drops. or he dies. Yes. And so he goes. And the people he's supposed to meet are not his friend. They attack him, and that's where he meets Ice T, J Bone, the yeah. leader of heaven. And I swear to God, Ice T is the same character in every one of these movies. <laughs> every movie, man. Like, and all he does is go, "I'm the leader of heaven," and he just lifts his arm and points. And I'm just like, mm, magic. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, I want to be part of heaven. Heaven <laughs> is like a low tech, but high tech world. I don't understand heaven. Yeah, I don't truly, know. because I guess everyone there doesn't have like upgrades or implants or anything like that but they still use technology but all of their weaponry is low tech 
which yeah. makes no sense. I don't know. You caught you caught on to a lot of the details way more than I did. I, I felt like I was watching an 80s movie that was filmed in like 95. Like, you know, the way in 80s movies, it's almost like they don't give you a lot of the detail and you're almost supposed to like figure it out. And if you don't, it doesn't matter. Like, that's kind of almost the way that I felt watching this as it was just like Ice-T shows up. You don't really know who he is, but he just keeps showing up like throughout the movie. Yeah, they never really, like, build on who the hell he is. But another great character they don't talk too much about is Spider in this movie. Who is Spider. Played, Spider is played by Henry Rollins. He's the doctor oh, in the, lo- yeah, yeah. Okay. the lo-fi right. world. And basically, he's playing who he is in real life. Yeah. Anti-the-establishment, anti-everything. He's like, he's going to take over the world, man. You can clear the whole fucking world with what's in your brain. And yeah. that's when Johnny learns that he has the cure for NAS in his dome. Yes, and does. Spider wants to help him get it out. Yeah. So he says, I know a guy and he sends Johnny Mnemonic and Jane to heaven. But on the way to heaven, they, they meet a very, very <laughs> stupid character played by, by Dolph. Yes. Um, he is. Was he a priest hitman? But he's wearing like shepherd's robes. So he's na- his name in the movie is like, I think he's, Joseph? I think so. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be like, you know, Joseph, like Jesus' dad or something. You know, and he is a hitman. He's wearing robes. He's got like a, a, a shepherd's staff. Yeah. The knife he carries is a crucifix with a Rambo dagger in the end of it. Yeah. You see him a couple times. He literally, I don't know why he was in this movie. He doesn't add to the, the whole movie. Not really. But. Yeah. Well, okay. The end. I, I would say he shined. He shines at the end. Yeah, there's a little biblical there. He is, I guess, crucified at the end, if you will, (laughs) between between two major power wires in the shape of a cross. Yeah. And then in him doing that, he connects the circuit so Johnny can download the things out of his brain. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was just like, what the shit? Yeah. But, I mean, there's just too many good. I do like the fact that in heaven they drop flaming cars on people. Yeah, that was pretty dope. They're just like living in this like uh, busted up bridge, basically. Yeah, and we because you're from New Jersey, right? I'm from New Jersey, and you cannot get to New York City from Newark. Like I okay, well I'm like ninety seven percent sure that you can't do that. So I don't know where this bridge connects to, unless, <laughs> unless it's like supposed to be the bridge going to like Jersey City or or Bayonne or something like that. Like I don't I don't know what this is, but they almost hint like. It's going into New York City, and New York City's, like, blown to shit, you know? Uh, right, because half the bridge is missing. And... Yeah, yeah. Almost kind of like, like you said, like, Escape from New York. It kind of has that, that look to it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So this bridge is heaven. Inside of heaven is the one thing that can get this information out of <laughs> yes. Johnny Mnemonic's head. Best part, he does... best part of the movie. Because <laughs> he does it. fucking filmed in 1995. <laughs> is that... <laughs> so ridiculous. Because he doesn't have the whole code. He has to hack his brain with the help of a dolphin. Yes. For some reason, yes. they have a dolphin in this bridge. And that dolphin has got some serious hardware wired into his brain. And, oh, my God. For some reason in the 90s, dolphins were everything. Because I remember them being in a TV show called Sequest. Yeah, I don't know Sequest. The 21st century. Mankind has colonized the last unexplored region on Earth, the ocean. As captain of the sea quest and its crew, we are its guardians. 
For beneath the surface lies the future. Uh, I, you you got to look it up, man. Okay. It, was, it was Star Trek Underwater. Oh, okay. But there was a dolphin that helped save people, and it would talk via this voice box wrapped around its head and yeah. attack submarine. It was, I don't, it was crazy. Yeah. This dolphin, and as Johnny Mnemonic puts it, this fish is going to help me. Yeah. So this dolphin is like designed to like attack submarines with its mega mind rays. Yeah. It's like, it's like a crazy telepathic dolphin, but it's and like it, supposedly it can hear everything you're saying, even though it's like underwater. Right. And it you gets know, pissed at like, Johnny for talking shit. So it starts to try to melt his brain. And then Ice-T has to tap on the glass, yeah. which everyone that owns an aquarium, you don't tap on the glass. That stresses them out. It's, yes. And he's like, he's a friend. He's a friend. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? This I was is... like, man, this movie just took a turn real quick. To There's Awesome a... Town. Yeah. The, the climax of this movie and test <laughs> of this movie is that there's a dolphin wearing some kind of high-tech helmet. Oh, that God. Is like their secret weapon that helps them beam out these like messages to the people being like, yo, the government's trying to kill you and shit, so don't trust them. Oh. Again, it's like a combination of like Blade Runner meets hackers. It's amazing because yeah. like yeah. J Bones, when Johnny Newman's like, I gotta get this shit out of my fucking head. Yeah. And they attached this absurdly yeah. large machine to his face. <laughs> and I was like, good lord. Which Dude, connects, I, <laughs> connects I the wish. dolphin to him. I wish I could have seen this on like TBS or TNT because dude, I have this like vivid memory of watching the matrix on TNT and I almost preferred it on cable because they would bleep out all the, like all the swear words. And I remember that scene where they first capture Neo and he's like getting grilled by like Agent Smith and they're like, Mr. Anderson. So uh, are you going to cooperate? And he's like, I got an idea. How about I give you the flinger? And you give me my phone call. And they like, he goes to do the finger and he just basically holds up like a closed fist. And I like, I love it. Like, I wish I would have, uh, I would have seen this on like TBS or TNT. Cause I bet you it would have been the same deal. Every time it said he would have like been like, what's up with this fucking dolphin? It would have been like, what's up with this f- fucking fish or something like that. Because he, de- he definitely cusses a lot, and it doesn't really add to the movie. You're just like, that seemed unnecessary, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but when he sits down, um, <laughs> J-Bone sits in front of the TV. He's like, all right, guys, this is the last one for a while. We're coming at you with the cure for NAS. And then, like, the dolphin's like, <laughs> And, like, his brain, they go into the interwebs, and then you, you – and then – the world gets fucked up because he's being attacked by uh, everyone and, you know, the power goes out and then yeah, golf yeah. shows up and it's like kicking everyone's ass. And yeah. Oh yeah. my God. And they kept just... like showing the same scene almost over and over again with these guys, like jumping over the top of these cars, but they kept showing it. They kept splicing that scene and like there was more guys coming, but it was just the same shot over and over again. These jackasses from Pharmacon who are trying to not let, Yes. The truth okay, out yeah, yeah. because they make yeah. more money curing, trying to to medicate people with for NAS than they do right. with they curing, which is a little stab at the pharmaceutical industry in this world. It was a little bit of a public service announcement. I just I'm so excited. Yeah, man. Yeah. And then we get we get the fight of all fights. We get Dolph versus Dolph, which is why we <laughs> named this episode fucking Dolph versus Dolph, because literally <sighs> Dolph Lundgren fights a telepathic dolphin and 
when that happened, I was like, man, I don't even want to know what happens in the rest of this movie. There's no way it could get any better than this. This is this is it right here. This is and, this is and, just pure magic. Yeah, and the telepathic dolphin wins. He like blows him to pieces basically and sets him on fire, which was amazing. Yeah, it was great. And then when Dolph does that, they get the power back up, and you know, J Bone's like, "We got to do this." And then Kiana sits in the thing, and he has to hack his own brain, yeah. which he could make himself was, like, oh, yeah, yeah, it was great, make himself a vegetable. <laughs> and so to hack his own brain, he's like in there with his hands, and like he makes a copy of himself, which is like the worst graphic ever. And then the <laughs> dolphin comes in and swims around and like finds him and like helps him lead the way to hack his brain. And in doing so, he gets all this shit out of his brain, but then he recovers his own short-term memory. Yeah. Like his long-term memory is like of his childhood because that's what he had to take out to be a mnemonic right. courier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so his brain can only hold so much. So he removes basically memories from him being like being a kid to fit all the storage in to deliver these like packages. Did we? Oh, I, mean, I forget. Did we even tell why they have these couriers? Where like the internet's remember. supposedly really like corrupt, so you can't just like send an email. You have no. to like physically give it to somebody, and they have to go like transport it in their brain. Oh yeah, kind of deal. Yeah, and so I yes. mean, this movie. I'm just uh, right now, like I feel like I need a nap. I just I came to this <laughs> podcast about this movie, just like so excited because again, <laughs> this is just one of my I would say top ten movies for me. Yeah, it's 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 is it a great movie? No, but is it so bad it's good? Yes. Yeah. Oh, dude. I, like, I feel like if I had seen it a long time ago, I would have some serious nostalgia attached to this movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I was super excited that when you watched it, you you were like, all right, dude, I'm going to watch it tonight. And so I was like, God, I don't know. You know, Kevin's really a good movie buff. And like, I don't know if he's going to like this awful movie that I enjoy. And you sent me a text. You're like, dude, this movie is amazing. It was great. Yeah. Uh, and it just yeah. made it, it made it filled my heart with joy. I, it didn't I made, take itself I too seriously. I think that's what it was. Like when a movie, it's just like it is what it is, and it's it doesn't try and be anything that it's not. I feel like I, I, I'm into it, you know. And I don't, you know, it's hard to like critique something that just kind of like doesn't take itself quite as seriously. I guess. Agreed. Uh, yeah, yeah, and dude, the the graphics, like. When he hacks, pure magic, and puts and puts like that avatar of himself into the computer, dude. It was like a bad, uh, like first draft of a PlayStation game that came out that same year <laughs> or something like that. So good. Yes. If you haven't seen it, please. Like we're trying to describe this to you, but you just you have to go fucking see it. Like there's no way to fully describe how awesome and yet hilarious it is at the same time. Oh. Yeah, and we haven't even we haven't even touched on the fact that this movie is based off a, a book or a yeah. short story. Yeah, yeah. By an amazing basically the pioneer of cyberpunk, um, William Gibson. Right. Yeah, um, who wrote what is it? Uh Neuromancer? Is Neuromancer. That, that was yep. like his big yeah, his big one. So he, he was not super stoked on this movie. He wasn't? No, because the US release of it um was edited down from his original idea. Okay. But the Japanese release was closer to the original story he wrote because the original story he wrote, Jane is the main character. Huh. She's the one that the story is written about because of the disease and stuff. And Johnny's just like a secondary. Uh, it's rarely that a book is the same as the movie. They got to make it because you can't get into the backstory as much. But yeah, yeah, dude, it's so good. And that whole cyberpunk thing. 
I just yeah. super. What What's also really interesting about this movie is when it was released by Sony. This is a fun fact. Sony realized that the internet was going to be a huge thing, a big proponent of the internet. So they they did a lot of internet marketing for the first time. They made okay. a video game for this. They they? Uh, they made an internet scavenger hunt. They um, it was crazy. Like they did a lot of internet things. So I thought that was interesting that they because wow. this no movie is based around the internet. They tied it in. So Man. just fun, weird shit. Dude, that's really tight. I had no idea that they did that much like uh, like really old school internet marketing for it. I got to check some of that out. That's really cool. So th- there's Maybe a rumor that the way that Keanu Reeves got this script, it was mysteriously dumped on his doorstep. Really? Which made, which made him want to do it even more because of the mysteriousness of it. Oh. Maybe it was iced tea. Maybe Ice T dropped it off, and then he was just standing out front with his arm for you, with his arm raised, just going, "I'm the leader of heaven." Yeah, drops Mike, walks away. Mm, got a fucking script. This uh, this movie's so good, guys. Do yourself a favor. Go out, find this movie. If you can't find it, go on the internet, download yeah. it with, with you know, while you watch a dolphin swim through the internet, and just watch <laughs> this movie, and you will love it so much. Yeah, yeah. Like go in knowing that it's a little dated, you know, like. Um, Yes, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty dated. Uh, I was about to say you are being you are being nice to this movie on its I know, dating. I am being well, dude. I mean, you said it's in your top ten. I'm trying to be nice. Again, people try to like put older movies. They're like, it's nothing like it could be done today. No shit, because yeah, it was made yeah, in 1995. Okay. For sure, you, you can't you can't put movies um, and judge movies on today's standards. Old movies based on today's standards, you just can't. Yeah. So I take it for a grain of salt, and I I'm like, this movie's the shit based on this movie alone. Not based on what it could be today. Yeah. Now, if it was made today... I don't even know if I'd watch it. No, I probably wouldn't. I, like, I feel like it's... I don't know. Like, I, I like, saw The Ghost in the Shell, and I feel like it would be very similar to Ghost in the Shell. Like, at least the, the cinematography and stuff like that, you know? For sure. Or when they re-released Blade Runner, or they re-released Tron as a second... Yeah. Those movies, I'm, I'm, I don't want to talk about. Did you see... Uh, 2049? Blade I did. 2049, yeah. It wasn't awful, but Blade Runner is very near and dear to my heart. I gotcha, I gotcha. I would say top five movie okay. for me. Okay. And I, it, was it needed? Not really. But they needed something to make a movie for this year. They are like, we need a movie. What was I, made? I, I dude, I secretly liked it better. I, I liked 20, I know, I know. I... I don't okay, know. okay. This is an episode right here. We're putting that in the bank, and you I, and I will discuss. Dude, I fucking love twenty forty nine. I thought it tied up the any loose ends that were in, like Blade Runner, like I guess answer wise and stuff. And it, I don't know, dude. I loved it, man. I mean, that's that's the great thing about movie podcasts. Yeah, endless endless subjects, my friend. That's right. That's right. Guys, as always, we are the guys behind the counter. If you ever have any questions, don't feel free to ask. And, uh, yeah. Yep. And uh, remember, hunt hard and uh, rewind often.